Hello, this is Lorenzo Della Foresta, and I'm the lead pastor at River's Edge. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for joining us. I hope this talk inspires you, encourages you, and transforms you. Today is the continuation of a spiritual conversation that has been taking place between you and Jesus. I'm certain that you'll be blessed by His Word, and I believe that God has great things in store for you because you already belong. Enjoy the message. I know we always have incredible expectations about what this season can bring, and sometimes we live with a sense of unfortunate disappointment. And I think that we can get into routines about life and the way that we live it, and then not expect anything other than what we have been experiencing already. And that would be our mistake, because as people of faith, we need to have a joyful expectation. God is a God who's always willing and ready to do something new in our lives. And when it looks like we've reached an end, God is saying, no, you don't understand. This is just another moment and another opportunity for me to point you towards a new beginning. Behold, he says, I am always doing a new thing. And I think if we understand that about God, then we can always have in our hearts and in our lives a joyful expectation, no matter what kind of season we're in. Now, the story that we're looking at today is about someone who gets reached in her ordinary life, and she gets spoken to in her home and gets a revelation of God in a way that was completely unexpected. Her expectation was that today was just going to be another day. But there is no such thing with God. You see, with God, there's always an understanding that we must have about what it looks like for us to experience our relationship with Him. And it's not just about having a joyful expectation, but it's also about understanding how favor works in our lives. And I think the greatest obstacle to that favor is us living in fear. And I believe this story addresses that problem and that issue that I believe that all of us in one way or another, at one point or another, in a specific time and place in our journey, are going to need to overcome. And that's why if we understand the principles that God has in store for us in this particular story, then we're going to be able to apply them in the season of our life in which we need it most so that we experience God's favor and not be blocked by fear. And so today we're going to learn about how we can overcome fear with favor. And in Luke chapter 1, in verse 26, and we're going to read all the way to verse 38, this is the story in which we're in. And it was in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy that God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, who 
Now we know, and this place is just a village in Galilee, but it's considered to be the place with pretty much the worst reputation. And the angel came to a virgin that was named Mary, and she was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, and he was a descendant of King David. And you can see that they're setting the story up for what is not just the miracle of the moment, but also of what needs to unfold in terms of the fulfillment of prophecies. And then in verse 28 says that Gabriel appeared to her and then said greetings and then calls her favored woman and then declares the Lord is with you. And look at what her response is. Her response is one of confusion and she's disturbed. Mary tried to think what the angel could mean because she didn't see herself as someone who was favored and as someone whom the Lord could be with. Have you ever felt like someone else was favored? That God was with someone else, but not with you? That you weren't the favored one? That the blessing of God and his accompanying presence wasn't with you, it was with others, but not you? And if you live your life like this, then you're going to know a lot more fear in your life and not live with the favor that God has already put on you instead. As his son and as his daughter, just like Mary, needed to be told that the favor of God was on her, you need to hear this for yourself today. You need to stop with the negative thinking and you need to move out of the negative living and walk away from the fear that is blocking you and turn instead to the favor that is already upon you. And there is no one who can do that for you but God. And in the same way that the angel came and appeared and had to declare this over Mary's life for the first time in her life, she's understood two things that she has never believed in before. One, she was highly favored by God. And two, the Lord was always with her. I don't know how you go about living your life and walking around in this world, but I'm going to bet that you do not walk around enough believing those two truths. That you are favored and that God is always with you. And I believe it's a challenge to all of us to just change that about how we go about our life. 
And understand that whatever the circumstances are, that God is calling us out of the old and is bringing us into the new. And, and in verse 30, he has to tell her because the first thing that happens to her is that she's disturbed. But the second thing that happens to her is that fear sets in. And I believe that there are amazing things that God is doing to disrupt us and is trying to lead us to a place of favor. But instead of experiencing favor, we experience fear. And I, I've been there. I've been there so many times where, where I wanted God to, to work in my life. And, 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 and instead, I didn't realize how I was blocking God from doing exactly that. I wasn't living with the knowledge of his favor, and I wasn't living with the knowledge of his constant presence. I was allowing life to disturb me and to paralyze me with fear instead of giving me the breakthrough that I needed to live out my life in faith with the favor of God instead. And I know that this is a challenge that we face on the regular. It is something that is constantly affecting us in our everyday. Right now, we are living with anxiety and worry and the stresses of this life. Right now, we can be so overcome with fear that we stop believing that there is a way for God to get us out of it because the only way that we think that things can change is by human intervention. We either have to get ourselves out of it or someone has to come and rescue us from it. And I know that God can help us in both of those ways, bringing people into our life and then just pushing us out of our comfort zone to take steps that we normally would not take and exercise our faith in a manner that brings about the favor of God instead of the way that we can be overcome by fear. And so the angel comes and he says to Mary, don't be afraid. How many of you are afraid of something right here, right now? Something that is really scaring you. The outcome of something that is uncertain. Steps that need to be taken. Decisions that need to be made. Things that you're working on, you're not seeing the results another year going by and things remaining in many ways unchanged, that feeling of emptiness, loneliness, still persisting, even though you should be more grateful and just more joyful, but you just can't seem to get there. If this is you, you need to understand that you are not living under the favor of God right now. Not the way that he's already given it to you. See, it isn't a question of whether God has given you his favor. It's a question of, are you living like he has given you that favor? It isn't a question of God saying, I am with you. It's us believing that he is with us. The problem isn't on God's side, it's on ours. 
and how I have to train my mind every day, no matter how things are going, no matter how they appear, no matter how I may feel, no matter how disturbed and how fearful I may become, that I will not allow myself to stay in this place because I know that we are favored by God and his presence is with us. Can we say amen? Hey, come on, this is, this is what we've got to do. We've got to break the pattern of our thinking if we are to see any change in the way that we are living. And so he says to her, I want you to know that you have found favor with God. And I love that because in verse 31, he then, ten, then tells her what's going to happen. He says, you're going to conceive and give birth to a son. You're going to name him Jesus. And he's going to be great. And he'll be called the son of the most high. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor, David. In other words, he's going to be king. And he's going to reign over Israel forever. And his kingdom will never end. And then Mary, of course, asks the angel, but how can this happen? How can I have a child if I am a virgin? And then the angel replies, this is how it's going to happen, Mary. The Holy Spirit is going to come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby that will be born will be holy. It cannot come from a human father. It must be an act of God. And he will be called the Son of God. And what's more, you need to also know something amazing is happening. In your own family, Elizabeth, your relative, has also become pregnant in her old age. And then what God is doing here is that he's telling her, I know this sounds impossible, but let me tell you about something else impossible that I've already done. Something else that's happened six months ago. Just so that it encourages you to overcome your fear so that you can experience this favor. I'm going to tell you about someone that you know who has also experienced the favor of God. And I want you to understand that God will give us examples in our life of the favor of God in the lives of people we know so that we will look at that and not feel bad about ourselves, not feel less, not feel like we shouldn't look at ourselves as people who are undeserving, acknowledge that if God can do this in that life, then he can do it in mine. And if we can see how God brings the witness of others to remind us of the favor of God. And so the next time you hear someone just talk about how God has blessed them, what that should do in your life is not make you bitter. Is not lead you to a place of disappointment and resentment. A place where you're doubting God and, and wondering where your favor is. But it is a reminder that God 
is also with you. He isn't just with them doing something great in their life, but he's with you about to do something great in yours. And you need to look at that and say, God, in the same way that you blessed Elizabeth, you are about to bless Mary. In the same way that you blessed so-and-so, you're about to bless me. In the same way that you were with them, you are with me. In the same way that you gave them favor, you are giving me favor as well. And when you declare these things over your life, you are declaring the truth and the promises of God. This is not you denying your reality. This is not you denying the hardship. This is not you denying the hardscape of your life and heart and of the difficulties that you are in and that you're facing. This is not you denying that things are hard in this moment, but this is you understanding that even in those hard places, even in those hardest of moments, God is still with you and his favor is still upon you. That thing has changed. And when we understand that, we get through the hard stuff. We get through the hard moments. We praise God in those seasons in which it's hard to do exactly that because we don't see the good. We can't see what's great, not about what we're going through, but what about the favor that is always upon you? Can you give glory to God for that? Can you give God the glory for his presence that never leaves you? Of course you can. And you must. You see, that's what changes things in your mind and in your heart. And no matter how difficult the circumstances are in front of you, you say, I can do this. I can overcome this. I will be victorious in this. I will not be defeated here. I will not lose my life and I will not lose my legacy in these moments because the Lord is with me and his favor is upon me. When we understand that, then we understand that the word of God, verse 37, will never fail. It never fails. It never comes back empty. His promises are always yes and amen to those who believe in them. Was that going to be you? Are you going to believe in those promises? See, Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. There was this anticipation, a joyful anticipation that she finally has. Everything that you have said, may that come true. The joyful expectation of God keeping his word towards us. The joyful expectation that his presence was with her. The joyful expectation that his favor was upon her. And I, I look at the story and I see so many things that can parallel our own life and our own situation. The first thing is, God's favor is not where you expected it. You know, they came to, the angel came to Mary in Nazareth. It should have been in Jerusalem. You know, 
John got his revelation where? He got it in the temple. It made sense. It, it made sense because he was a, a priest serving God. And he was in the temple. And then he was in Jerusalem. Those are the two places that God, ex people always expected God to speak to his people. You understand? But in the story of Mary, he speaks to Mary in Nazareth of Galilee and not in a temple, but in her home. And I want you to see that you may not see yourself as a, as a priest or a priestess, that you may not see yourself in a holy city, in a holy place, serving in a holy tabernacle, a part of a holy temple where you would expect God to speak. Maybe you just see yourself in Nazareth, in a place called Galilee, in your home. But guess what? The angel came there to speak to Mary anyways. <laughs> right where she was. And she didn't have to become someone else for God to tell her he was already with her and his favor was upon her. Can we say amen to that? She didn't have to become someone other than who she already was. Do you understand what's happening in the story? Do you understand how amazing that is? That, that you don't have to become someone else, that you can just be you the way you are right now? Your broken self in a broken home in a broken city that is far from the presence of God, but the presence of God comes and meets you right there anyways and tells you that my presence is always with you. And guess what? No matter how broken things are, no matter how broken they look, no matter how broken you are, guess what? My favor is always with you. Just like my presence is always upon you. Wow, can, can you praise God for that? Hey, we're not, we're not just praising God for that in Mary's life. We're praising that, God for that in our life. Isn't that beautiful? And so it's not where we expected. But it's also not who you expected. God chose someone that, again, no one would have chosen. You think it's a coincidence that, that, that Jesus chose his disciples from, from Galilee? That he himself was from Nazareth? You know, like John was, was born to Zechariah, a high priest. You know, he received a, a, an incredible revelation of, of who he was, that he would be someone who was great and powerful. That people, when they heard John speak and they saw his presence, they went to see him no matter where he was because they were drawn to his voice crying out in the wilderness. They knew the anointing of God was upon his life like like no one before him. And people believed that even as Jesus taught, that even as he performed miracles, people went to Jesus thinking, maybe you're John who's come back to life? 
because they all believed that the prophecy that had been given towards John wasn't pointing to Jesus. It was supposed to be John. But what God does is he takes the low things and he takes the meek things and he takes the humble things and he takes those things that are considered weak and he uses those things to tear down the strongholds of this world. And when we are weak and we are meek and when we recognize our inability to be powerful and recognize that in us it is hard for us to see greatness it is in those moments that when we come before God God tells us don't you understand that's exactly who I love to work with the most and when you are like this I can now show my power in your weakness. I can show my strength and I can take you in the state that you're in and I can turn you into a symbol of my blessing and favor so that others can believe in me through you. God wants to take you the way you are and reveal his power and his presence through your life. He wants to do that in you, where you work, where you go to school, in the city in which you live in, the people that you interact with, in your everyday life, in the moments that you think that you are not going to make any kind of great difference, in those moments, when you're just going about your hobbies and your interests, when you're just doing the things that you love, but you leave room for God in all of that, and you allow God to reveal in your life and through your life that he is always with you and that his favor is always upon you. And you walk about this world understanding that every opportunity and every moment, no matter how mundane and no matter how repetitive, no matter how monotonous, no matter how it may even feel like it's a moment in which we are living out with regret, God is saying, even in those moments, I am always with you and my favor is upon you. And when you live like that, Ordinary moments become extraordinary opportunities for God to reveal how he's with you and how his favor is upon you. And if we can do that more often than we have in this whole previous year put together, if we can start to just do this a little bit, you know what's going to happen? God is going to show up in our lives and he's going to encourage us just the way he did with Mary so that she could move out of a place of fear and just being disturbed in her spirit to a place where she could lean on the spirit of God and live with his favor instead. Are you ready to do that in your own life? To start seeing new things and experiencing them in a new way? Because this is what God is, is about to offer all of us. If we'll take to heart 
the words that he has spoken in Mary's life, but for our life. Because everything that we see in the scriptures isn't just for someone in the scriptures. It's how we are to see and understand ourselves. I, I look at the story and I see that God also says, it's not how you expect it. You know, she, she was engaged to be married. She knew she was going to be a mom one day. This is not how she expected to be a mom, right? Like, it's just not how. And I think sometimes, like, our expectations of what our life is supposed to be and how things are supposed to turn out just get, like, destroyed. They get, they get upended. This is, it's a good thing in, in, in the sense that God is the one who's in control, but, but, but for us, like, we don't see God in control. What we just see is just maybe bad decisions. Maybe we just see just disastrous outcomes. Maybe we just see there's no way for us to come back from this. Maybe we just see the, the presence of God leaving us, his favor no longer upon us. Maybe we just see the brokenness and we can't see the healing. We can't see the restoration. We can't see the new beginning. We can't see how God is about to do a new thing when we've messed up everything before that. Does that make sense? Sometimes we're just living in those moments where we just can't get past it. We're just disturbed and we're afraid. We're filled with fear for the future. And God is saying, don't you understand? Here's what is going to change everything. My Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. My Spirit is what changes everything. You want to bring healing into your life? It's not going to come unless my Spirit comes upon you and heals you and reaches the innermost parts of your heart and your life. It's going to have to be my Spirit that comes upon you. It is my spirit coming upon you that is going to change your future and your outcome. It's going to take away the fear. It's my Holy Spirit in you that is going to reveal my presence with you always. My Holy Spirit upon you is what is going to tell you in the moments when it's the hardest for you to believe it, that my favor is upon you and it never leaves you. No matter what happens, you don't stop being a son and a daughter of your heavenly father. Nothing can separate you from that love. No one can separate you from him. There is nothing that can do that. God permanently has taken your life into his nail-scarred hands and says, you will always be mine. And so the favor of God is always upon you. So let the Holy Spirit come into your life like never before. Can you do something right now? Maybe you've never asked the Holy Spirit to come into your life. Maybe you've never asked the Holy Spirit to come upon you and to fill you and to transform you like never before. Can you do that right now? Say, Holy Spirit, come into my life. Holy Spirit, fill me. Holy Spirit, just change my mind and my heart. Holy Spirit, heal me where I'm broken, where I'm hurting, where I cannot reach, where medicine cannot touch, where, 
where therapy cannot, cannot break through just yet. Lord, can you do what needs to be done in a way that I know that your Holy Spirit can only do? And so, Father, as we turn our attention to you and as we ask you in this moment to, to reveal your spirit to each of us, would you fill us like never before and remind us of your presence and would you reveal your favor so that we can always be reminded, no matter what the moment is, that we are highly favored of the Lord. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the River's Edge podcast. I encourage you to take the message you have just received and allow it to go deeply into your soul. Let Jesus do the work that only he can do. A heartfelt thank you to all those that generously give to River's Edge and make this podcast possible. You too can be a part of spreading this message and creating life change all over the world by going to riversedge.life slash give. You can also subscribe, rate, and share this podcast. Thanks again for listening and God bless you immensely.